Support for the Things Above podcast, hosted by James Brian Smith, comes from the Apprentice Institute for Christian Spiritual Formation at Friends University, whose mission is to provide spiritually transforming educational experiences for churches and individuals seeking a radiant, joyful, Christ-centered life. Learn more by visiting ApprenticeInstitute.org. I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things About Podcast. You're listening to episode 104. If you missed pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, Colossians 3, 1 and 2, where Paul encourages us to set our minds on things above. Setting our minds on good, beautiful, and true thoughts, on uplifting, encouraging, life-giving, biblically-based thoughts from above is not easy. And that's why we do this podcast, to provide for you in each episode a thought from above that you can dwell upon so that your heart will be warmed and you will become an epiphany of grace. Today's thought from above is this, Jesus perfected you forever. Over the last few episodes, I've been teaching about what it means to think about Jesus sitting down at the right hand of God, because that's where we get that idea in the podcast, set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. But what does that mean? I've also pledged to keep it simple, Saint, to focus on one thought that connects to this idea about Jesus being seated at the right hand of God. In episode 101, I talked about how Jesus sat because he had finished the work of teaching us about God, that Jesus is God exactly. And I shared in that episode that Jesus is the full representation of who God is. And so he completed it and he sat down. And I shared in episode 103 that Jesus is seated because he's in a place of power and now holds everything all together. Today, I want to look at another sat down passage which is from Hebrews 10, verses 12 through 14, which reads, Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made a footstool, because by one sacrifice, He has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Oh, I love this passage. It's so good. Here's the context. So in the Old Testament, in the temple, the priest would offer sacrifices for the sins of the people. Now, sins are serious things, and sins can only be forgiven by the shedding of blood. That's what it says clear back in Leviticus. So the priest would bring a bull or a goat or a bird or two, And the priest would sacrifice it on the altar, and the sins of the people would be forgiven. The problem is that the people kept sinning, and more and more animals would have to be sacrificed. The priest's work was never done. And that's why the author of Hebrews says, Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices. That's in verse 11. Now, the reason is that these sacrifices cannot take away sins. That's what it says in verse 12. 
they could only atone for the sins. And atonement means to cover. That's what atonement means. It covered the sins. But Jesus, the author says, is the ultimate priest because his sacrifice, the sacrifice he offered was once for all time, one sacrifice for sins. The sacrifice Jesus offered was once and for all. Jesus died for all of the sins of the world one time. And he only had to offer his sacrifice once, not day after day like the priests. And that, folks, is why Jesus sat down. As it says in Hebrews 10.13, his work was finished. He did not need to offer another sacrifice. Because his sacrifice did not temporarily cover sins, his sacrifice took sins away. And I refer to this as the finished work of the cross, or you've heard me say in this podcast, the finality of the cross. John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus, said to his disciples, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, John 1.29. Now, what does that mean? This means that Jesus died once for all of your sins for all time. Jesus' single death on the cross forgave all the sins you have ever committed and all of the sins you will ever commit. You are in Christ forgiven forever. All the sins of your past, all of the sins you will commit in the present, and all of the sins you will commit in the future were forgiven on the cross of Jesus. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Sound like a commercial. There's more. We haven't even gotten to verse 14 of Hebrews 10, which says, By one sacrifice he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Oh, that's a good verse, Hebrews 10, 14. By one sacrifice, he's made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Now, what does this mean? It means that because of the work of Jesus, you are perfect before God. There's no record against you. As Paul said, we've been fully acquitted and reckoned righteous, not just for today, but for all time. How's that for a thought from above? This is why Jesus has been exalted. This is why Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. He's in a place of honor because of his perfect work of bearing the sins of the world. Jesus is in a place of honor and authority and power because his offering, his sacrifice, accomplished exactly what God wanted to do. Jesus, as I said in episode 101, is God exactly, and Jesus has done exactly what the Trinity wanted to accomplish. Now, I've been teaching this for over 25 years. I've been teaching about the finality of the cross, that in Christ, your sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. And there are some common objections that I have heard. So I need to address them just for a minute because you may already be thinking them yourself. So, number one, does this give me a license to sin? The short answer is yes. If by license you mean can I sin and not be held accountable to God for it, is that right? Well, the answer is yes. 
I mean, if you've been forgiven forever by the single sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, you are forgiven forever. But let me ask this question. Did not having a license keep you from sinning? Did not having a license to sin make you sin any less? I am certain the answer is no. Because the incentive not to sin is not fear of punishment. The incentive not to sin is because sin is garbage. Sin is slop, as Dallas said. And sin is not a part of my new nature in Christ. You and I are people in whom Christ dwells and delights. We are temples, and the Spirit is within us. That's the best incentive not to sin. It's not who we are. The finality of the cross is about freedom. It's about not having to live in constant guilt. Jesus died once for all, for all of your sins. The second objection I hear is this one. Does this mean that I never need to confess my sins? Once again, the short answer is yes, if by confessing you mean confessing your sins in order to be forgiven by God. I stopped asking God to forgive me the moment the Spirit made real to me the finality of the cross. I stopped saying, okay, God, I did that sin. Will you please forgive me? Why? Because God has forgiven me. But here's the thing. I never stopped confessing my sins to God. In fact, I confess more since knowing my sins were forgiven. I confess my sins because I want to name them. I want to bring them to the light and thereby break their power. Sin loses its power when it's brought to the light. I confess my sins because I want to be holy. And now we're at the last clause in Hebrews 10.14. By one sacrifice, he's made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Those three words, being made holy. Did you hear that? You and I have, by the work of Jesus, been made perfect forever. We stand with no condemnation before God, thanks to Jesus. And now, by the work of Jesus, we are being made holy. We have been forgiven so that we can be filled by the Spirit. Because until you rest in the finality of the cross, you cannot live in the reality of the resurrection. As my old Bible teacher Bob George used to say, Jesus reigns today. Jesus is seated in a place of honor because he made purification for all sins for all time. I should just be shouting this. This is such great news. I mean, this is amazing grace. And his work on the cross cleared the decks, so to speak, so that you and I can be filled with the Spirit because of his resurrection. And folks, is that not a great Easter message. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I hope you join me next week for episode 105, when my guest will be Susie Larson, who is a popular media voice, author, and speaker. We're going to be talking about her book, Your Beautiful Purpose. Susie will help you discover and enjoy what God can do through you. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope as always is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be things above. <laughs>